Emily was walking down a country road and uh, saw an old, decrepit barn. She was clammy and shaken. Her shoes were in tatters and flopping. She didn't feel very safe at all. She had been walking for hours. Felt like days. She had climbed up out of a well earlier that morning. She didn't even know how long she had been there, or honestly, how she climbed out of the well. She didn't remember where she had been, or what town she was walking toward. In fact, the last week seemed like a strange blur. The last thing she could remember was sitting alone on her front stoop in a Brooklyn apartment, lamenting a breakup. But she was certainly far from Brooklyn now. The sky was getting dark and the air cold. She needed shelter, and quick. In fact, it seemed even colder where she was than it should be. Her last memory in Brooklyn had been on a July evening, temperatures in the 90s, and now on this country road it felt like it was going to dip below freezing. Had she even eaten? She couldn't remember. She pressed her hand against the old barn door, creaked, and a musty scent filled her nose. The smell felt recent, as if something living had been in this place within minutes, hours, but she couldn't see very well in the waning daylight. She took a tentative step inside, hoping her eyes would adjust to the change in light from outdoors. Hay was strewn about. Any one of these stables would be as good as anything, better than the ground outside. She cautiously walked into one. She could make a soft place to sleep and rest her head here. But when she turned around, she was taken aback. For a moment, her eyes couldn't believe it. Human remains lay in the stable across from the one that she had entered. They seemed alive at first, but the longer she stared at them, the more certain she was that they had been there for a long time. She staggered backward. There was one in the, under the hay pile in this stable, too. She checked the others, increasing in speed. She found that every stable but one had a skeleton inside. A skeleton that seemed about her size, and all of them wearing the same jewelry. She clawed through the remains, not wanting to believe what she was finding. Somewhere in the back of her mind, there was a conclusion that could not be shaken. These skeletons were all, somehow, hers. Outside, she heard footsteps in the distance, slowly approaching. She ran to the only empty stable, peeked over the edge, and cast her eyes to the entrance. A looming figure stood in the door for a moment. A wide-brimmed hat, some sort of implement in his hand. Was he coming in? She watched him, quietly, trying not to breathe, trying not to make any noise at all. He was imposing, large, broad-shouldered. She felt fear rise in her chest and was certain he could hear her heart thundering. But after a moment, he sang, Hey diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, the cow choked over the moon. The song was so childlike and strangely jarring that she almost giggled but stopped herself. She couldn't help but remember her own mother singing the same rhyme to her as a child. It was her favorite. It distracted her enough that she didn't notice that the, the figure was coming closer. She tried to remain focused on her surroundings, but that memory kept pulling her back, almost as if she were falling asleep, falling back into it, easing softly into the memory of her mother. All around her, the barn seemed to disappear almost. She had to fight to keep it in focus as the footsteps slowly approached one after the next, the song lulling her like a lullaby that she could not resist. 
There was no more hay, there was a plush, soft bed. The figure diminished in size somewhat. It had her mother's face. It pointed to the bed, and Emily instinctively crawled in. This figure that looked like her mother, essentially was her mother, tucked her in. The hay or the blanket or whatever it was now was warm and comforting. She settled into it and the warmth of her mother's song. Again outside, in the distance, she heard footsteps approaching the barn. She looked up at her mother and smiled, and fell slowly to sleep. She slipped quickly out of consciousness. Her mind was empty, clear, and then she had the sensation of falling, but it did not stop. She did not jerk awake. She kept falling, for how long she couldn't tell, till she landed with great speed in a cold, wet puddle on the stony ground. It was dark all around her. She could feel the stones beneath her feet, but she couldn't really see anything around her. She felt for a wall and eventually found one, also stony, started clawing her way, pawing her way through the darkness. I feel alone, one step after the next. Countless times she nearly slipped on wet moss or slime. Cold air filled her lungs and her chest was tight. One hand in front of the other, she walked toward the dimly lit circle above her. As she ascended the ramp toward the circle of light, it grew brighter and brighter and brighter until its source was directly overhead at the top of a well. Something about this felt so familiar. She couldn't quite remember why. She sighed and felt around until she could get a grip on some of the stones and with great effort began to climb toward the top. Eventually, she pulled her emaciated body over the wall of the well. She collapsed. After how long, she gathered herself. The sky was beginning to turn orange. She didn't know where to go. She picked a direction along an old country road, and she began to walk. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any nightmares or scary stories that you'd like to see become improvised horror, send them in to nightmares at exquisitegraveyard.com. Until next time, I've been Josh Crowley. And I've been T.R. Appleton, bidding you farewell from the Exquisite Graveyard. <laughs>